If you want to get the top odds every time, bet with Top Sports Same Game Multi. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back to another edition of the Same Game Multi Podcast. Thank you once again for tuning in or listening in, however you do divulge our content. We do love it. Uh, as always, we've got the boys that run through all the games. At the left here, Matthew, Mark, Cherry, how are you, mate? Not too bad, boys. Getting over Anzac Day. Yeah. What about yourselves? I'm a bit better than you, I can tell you that. Oh, that, well, there's two stories for Anzac Day, but <laughs> both, both bad. And uh, Jared, J. Rob Burton. Mate, how are you? Fabulous boys, it's good to be in here again uh, Just the usual mate, yeah Nice, uh, rocking the nice hat mate Yeah, rocking the uh, pink I am the, I'm going to call it Salmon um, I'm repping the Salmon hat That's the our same game multi brand on the front So Yes, nice new ones Just came in yesterday So plenty of those going out to our uh, listeners and punters alike uh, Boys, we'll welcome in Tristan Merlihan Joining us as, as well Right off the top of the show CEO of Top Sport How are you Tristan? Yeah, very good, boys. It's um, been some uh, funny old games on the weekend. There were some upsets, there were some tight games, and there were some blowouts. So uh, plenty to chat about, and it'll be interesting to see how we plough into next week. With uh, I think there's five of the eight games where the line's over 10, 10 flat. So um, it'll be interesting if those lower-ranked sides can hang with the, the top-ranked guys this week. Mate, the Tigers won two in a row. They'd be nearly premiership favourites now, wouldn't they? <laughs> they have got a bit of momentum. They're only one game out of the eight, and uh, they have another winnable game on the weekend against the Dragons. Unfortunately, no Dane Laurie, though. It's probably going to hinder them a little bit. But, uh, yeah, the, the fans will be up and about, no doubt, knocking off two good teams as well. Yeah, definitely. Mate, um, just on that premiership market, has there been any movement up the top? Uh, still a two, two-horse race out in front? Yeah, it still appears to be a two-horse race at the moment. We've got the Panthers at two dollars sixty, and the Storm at sorry two dollars eighty. The Panthers three dollars sixty. The Storm. The Sharkies next best. They're at seven dollars. The Roosters. The punters are still expecting them to finish the season strong, despite sort of spluttering along at the moment. They're at eight dollars fourth favourite. Then Manly. Uh, sorry, Parramatta at ten. Uh, then there's a big gap out to Manly and South Sydney, both at twenty-one. But yeah, two clear favourites. There's been a. Uh, a little bit of interest in the wooden spoon market now with the Bulldogs firm favourites at 225, the Tigers 420, but then a couple of teams that have come back into it. The Knights at 750 and the Warriors after their performance last week, $12. So that's not all done and dusted just yet, but Bulldogs will need to get a wriggle on to avoid that one. Mate, I think I had a sneaky 10 on the Knights uh, to get the wooden spoon after our chat on their very, very first uh, show of the year where you, where you said the same thing about the Knights might drift down there if they have a couple of injuries. They haven't lost Kalen, but they have lost a few key players, so I'm hoping that one might come off for the charity as well. Yeah, well, you never know. And if they hadn't, it's for their fans, I'm sure. Though That round two victory where they were 2-0 and is a long, long, long way away. They looked gutsy for a while, but yeah, they were completely dominated and they didn't look like they had the best attitude there on the weekend. So we'll see how they bounce back this week. They've got a lot easier game where they where they take on the Storm. So I'm sure all their fans <laughs> will be excited about getting the two points there. Yeah, it doesn't get any easier, that's for sure. Tristan, mate, uh, touching on the South Manly game, mate, is there much of a change in the market? Because currently at the moment, both sides don't look too convincing, but they're coming up against each other. Mate, talk to us about that. No, they don't. And... Um, I think it was a tale of two halves there for Manly where they were in a massive hole against the Sharks and whether the Sharks took the foot off the gas or whether Manly showed a bit of um, 
spine, the backbone to come back into the game. So they're two dollar forty underdogs. The rabbits just look clunky without without Latrell, without Adam Reynolds, and without Dane Gangai. They're missing three key players. We know Turbo's out for Manly as well. So they're a dollar sixty favourites. I'm not convinced they should be that short. I think this game is a pretty close game. The problem for Manly though at compounds is that they are missing a bit of grunt up the middle. Although Marty Tapao looks like he'll be back this week. So. 244 flat. It should be a really, really good game. 39 and a half the total points. Don't forget this game's being played at Gosford. Yeah, yeah, did see that. Uh, mate, is there a market as to whether Morgan Harper will get another start this season <laughs> after his poor performance up against Talakai on the weekend? Yeah, I'm sure he won't be too keen to watch the replay of that one. It was, uh, oh, to be fair, I don't think many people would have been able to stop Talakai the way he was going. But yeah, he'll. Uh, he, I'm sure he'll probably pop back into that side around the origin period. But uh, yeah, he'll need to work on his defence because I know they were they were spotting him in the back end of last year as well. So um, it's not like it was a, um, a one once uh, the only time it's occurred. So he'll be he'll be going back to the drawing board in New South Wales Cup. I'm tipping and trying to uh, put in some good, solid defensive effort. 100%. Uh, also, mate, big game, Eels versus the Cowboys. I think this will probably be the game of the round, to be honest. Uh, Cowboys are outperforming what I, what all of us probably thought at the start Absolutely. of the season. Uh, I think they're second in the competition as far as defence goes. Eels coming off that big victory last week up against the Knights. How do you see this one playing out? And is there any yeah, money going for the Cowboys? Don't forget this game's in Darwin as yeah. well, so it's at that neutral venue. And the Cowboys are $3.80 plus 10.5. So they're certainly getting a, a lot of points. They're defending really, really well, and, and they've been on a on a good winning run. Now, the, probably the, the asterisk you've got to put on their form line is that they really haven't played any of the contenders other than when they played the Roosters, and the Roosters dominated them. So the Eels are coming off a pretty comprehensive victory as well. So I think this is the the yardstick for the Cowboys. If they can aim up and they can continue to defend how they have against some of the other sides that they've beaten over the last while, then uh, then they'll, they'll be the real deal. But we need to see how they go this weekend. Now, 40 and a half the total points. There hasn't been a lot of points other than when Parramatta played Brisbane last game at the at Darwin when they played up there up north. There's sometimes a bit of weather around as well. So just keep an eye on that because um, I think sometimes uh, with the hot and sticky conditions, people expect there to be overs. But I think that'll probably suit the Cowboys and I think it might be, uh, if they continue to defend well, the under 40 and a half might not be a bad bet. Yeah, Birdo doesn't perform very well in hot, sticky conditions either. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the ladies a, tell a, me anyway. That's a fact. <laughs> uh, one of the other games there, Tristo, that's a bit hard to pick as well, um, is the two sides that no one had thought of win the last two weeks. That's the uh, Dragons and Tigers. Mate, which way are the punters favouring for, for this game? Yeah, well, we've got the Dragons' favourite. They're $1.58, $2.40. The Tigers, the lines are flat four. On face value, I probably thought it was a bit wide just with um, the Tigers being in good form. But I think a lot of their sparks come from Dane Laurie. So it's a shame that he's not playing this weekend. We've got Jack Bird, who has been named. He'd be a very, very tough man if he plays, considering what happened to him last week. But he's been named at the moment and yet to be ruled out. So $1.58, the Dragons, two forty. the Tigers, a flat line of four. You wouldn't think either, even the most confident or optimistic of either of these two fans two weeks ago would have said that we could be in the finals in three weeks' time. But the winner of this um, of, of this game will, will potentially find themselves in the top eight, which is amazing. The amazing turnaround shows how tight that, that eight spot is, that if you can get a few wins uh, strung together, you can really turn the season around. But good to see both of these sides starting to win a couple of games. Mate, just quickly as well, I remember the other week you were uh, saying you got a little... Uh a little market there for the top Queensland side to finish this year. With the Cowboys improving uh, in the last few weeks, mate, has that has that turned into the Cowboys being favourites? 
yeah, the Cowboys are uh, very firm favourites in that market. They've been uh, well backed and just bringing it up here. They're um, they're around about the dollar dollar fifty mark now with the Titans at three dollars and the Broncos at three dollars. So they're they're certainly um, certainly the shortest of, of the options at the moment. But I think this week, if you're a Cowboys fan, this is the one that you're going to be tuned into because uh, they need to perform against the top ranked sides if, if they're going to maintain that run because they probably have a very had a very fortunate draw, and they've taken advantage of it. And, um, and and yeah, we'll see if they can get the job done or at least be competitive this weekend. Cheers, mate. Fantastic. Mate, anything else you want to talk to Tristan about, boys, before we let him go? He's a busy man. Mate, uh, what do you think the odds are of you having 100 on Parramatta to win the comp? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I do a lot of donations to charity throughout our time. I don't even think I'm that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to burn the money that easily. Uh, fair shout, fair shout. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us, Tristan. Uh, as I mentioned, head on over to the website, topsport.com.au. Sign yourself up. Use the code SGM Podcast. Great company, great supporter of our show, and we do appreciate you and everything you've done for us. Uh, thanks for coming on, mate. We'll talk again next week. Next week, boys. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Buddy. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Hundred on the eels. What do you got on them? Uh, nothing. Uh, I, <laughs> actually, very, very fair point. And I was going to bring that up when we speak about the game. Is by taking the game to Darwin. I, th- I thought if you're going to take some of the Darwin, wouldn't you take the Raiders or a Melbourne to uh, perhaps to, to Darwin, where the, the conditions don't suit them at all? I remember a good handful of years ago. Uh, it was a Roosters home game. We played the Cowboys, and they moved it up to Darwin. And I thought, oh, it's a bit of a weird call and stuff. But you know, it's good that they're promoting footy. We got walloped. I think it was like thirty-two six. Like it's an absolute caning. So yeah, they're they're very dangerous up there. Do they usually take the Cowboys up there though? Or no. So last year it was Brisbane. It's oh, okay. Um, changes and give yeah, yeah, okay. pump them. Um, but yeah, that, it's, I think it's just part of the game. Do you remember a couple many years ago? That the uh, I think it was the the Rabbitohs may have taken a side to Western Australia. Yeah, they yeah. played at Docker Stadium and they had something like a hundred mil during the game. I do remember that they were sliding; they couldn't even see where the corner, you know, the corner of the lines and sidelines and whatever else. Where to make there was so much water on the field, but yeah, right. but no, they, so they they generally take a game up there all the time. But mm. um, like I said, it favours them. But then again, too, I'm pretty sure Manly take one of their home games to Brisbane. I'm pretty sure. So they play Brisbane in Brisbane, yeah. which at the moment, because Brisbane is shit, it's a, it might as well class it as a home game. But but yeah, I, I, I sort of worry about that. If you're going to mm. take someone up there, would you take, say, the Canberra, Canberra <laughs> Raiders, you know, Melbourne, Melbourne someone like that who aren't climatised to those conditions? So It's going back a few years ago, those uh, Monday night games when Canberra played, they were just devastating down there. Cold weather, drizzly yeah. rain. Pack of scrum and you can't see what's on the other side because yeah. there's that much steam coming off. Uh, boys, we ran out of time with Tristan. He had other commitments, but uh, we forgot to do our, or didn't get time to do our top sport, top that moment of the round. Um, I did win last week again, I believe. Um, so we don't have to judge this week, time. so we'll just declare from now that I'll win again this week by default. Uh, boys, but I'm going to go Jacob Little with his chase on Lachlan Ilias. Uh, in the Tigers versus South game mm-hmm. uh, It kind of just showed their commitment I, I, I think if that same play happened Four weeks ago He wouldn't have made that tackle He just wouldn't have been committed to it So he chased from about 60 metres back He was in the middle of the field Break down the right hand side And, and tackled him about 2 metres out Great legs tackle And uh, prevented the try And crucial part of the game as well So that, that's it for me boys was, it, was that right at the end of the game From memory? Not, not right not at the end But towards the back yeah. end Yeah Yeah well, mine's another chase uh, situation, 
but not a player. The water boy from the Melbourne Storm game yes. with the, buddy, with the, with the red good. sort of a mullet fanging down from about the 50 metre mark. Uh, matched the Hoos with... Uh, Jerome Hughes. Yeah, Jerome Hughes. Jeez, he had some speed on him. Oh. Pappenhausen was on the outside of him too. He could have just put the foot down and blown past the ball, boy. Yeah. I, I was watching and I was just hoping, I, I just wishing and praying that he did the old dive with Jerome Hughes at the same oh, time. Oh, yes. Like yes. synchronised. Like they were just <laughs> topping it off, I reckon. He uh, got, a, got a pick with Jerome Hughes I've seen there on social media. Yeah. So, I yeah. think he was uh, he was in the change room, in the Melbourne Storm change room yeah, after so. the game. I think yeah, so. right. They might be signing him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get on him before the, before the Tigers and the Bulldogs get on him. Boys, I've got two. Uh, now I'm torn between. I don't know which one to go, but so Corey Horsborough's massive shot flew out of the line, leading by example in, in what I thought that was was some of the best forty minutes of football I've seen all year between the Raiders and and Penrith, flew out of the line and and drove uh, Young Simonson, sorry, Sorensen, sorry, yeah. uh, and the other one I, I'm, I'm with. It's just the last two days of football this weekend had 192 points scored in it. Now, there were some blowouts in there, and, you know, not everyone's a fan of blowouts, but I tell you what, that's entertaining to watch. Yeah. Tries, you know, and, and it's good for a little multi too if, you, if you've got a couple of try scores. scores. Mate, talk about entertainment. Well, the first month of footy was really hard to get your multis up with any time try scorers because all the games were going under. There was only two or three try scorers a game, so if you've got two or three try scorers in your multi, very hard to pick that when there's only three total. So it's good to see a few tries getting scored, especially in that Storm game. Well, they have 12 or 13 tries, I think. What was it? It was 14... 14, 10 and a half time. And uh, they scored 56 yeah. unanswered points. The Warriors, I think, completed two sets in, in the second half and only had the ball four times. Oh. It was just a dominant performance. A so. point a minute. You don't see that real often. Crazy, crazy, crazy. We were saying before, uh, I, I, I could be wrong... But uh, with the Nathan Brown, when he played for the Dragons, I think this is where I could be wrong. It could have been his last game against Melbourne. They got beat 70 to 10. And his last game coaching against Melbourne got beat 70 to 10. So, oh, yeah, what I, a shame, Nathan they, Brown. They had a photo of him with his massive, with the massive locks, locks yeah. and whatever else. <laughs> I remember that 70 to, 70 to 10 game against the Dragons. That's how fucking old I am. 2000, and, 2000 I think it was. After the 99 grand final, I think it was, Chuck Mundine come out and said that they should have been the Premiers. And Got pumped. Melbourne pumped them the next time they played, 70 yeah. to 10. So. Well, I don't remember that because I was only You'd have been in nappies, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah still in nappies. <laughs> <laughs> still on the apron, boys. Uh, very good, very good. Um, we'll have to get to our top spot top that moment next week with Tristan. Hopefully we'll have a bit more time. It was our fault this week. Um, boys, how about our... You are off. Don't talk to me. Send Just off. Go. Who are we sending off he this week? Been sent off. your gears. Everyone. I've got one. I'll, I'll start while you boys have a think. But it's the the reaction to the Daniel Tupo incident um, with the sacking of the referee and the and the bunker referee and trying to find accountability and all this kind of stuff. Stuff they got the call wrong. You know, he probably should have gone to the bin, I, I think. It did bounce up off the ball, but he did hit him in the head. Um, not going to touch too much on it. I'm sure it's been played to death, but I don't know what sacking one of the best referees, who I think is uh, Adam G. I think he's one of the best. Don't know why you sacked him. It's not going to do anything. You've got to call wrong. Just move on. Players don't get sacked for dropping the ball ten times each game, unless you're Morgan Harper. Um, but I just can't see the point in that. Obviously, they're only doing it as a, you know to save face. I think to show that they've actually do, done something. But just move on, just get it done. He won't do the same thing next week. Absolutely, I think. But the the reason why they do that's just to 
make it visually obvious that the NRL are or like so the referees yeah, that's right. are on top, which is bullshit. Um, yeah. maybe because he's got a mustache very similar to, and he's got that porno mustache like uh, like Morgan yeah. Harper. Harper's been dropped, so the referees are oh, going well. Yeah. We're up next, so they might be coming for our fucking filming equipment this week. Could yeah, <laughs> could be. Um, boys, my send off. I've been stewing on it. Is big the big red. Horsborough again um, got shot by the media for blowing a bubble of chewing gum yep. during the Anzac uh, the start. You know, I'm, I'm extremely That's patriotic nice. and uh, and I think Anzac Day is one of the one of my favourite days on the calendar. Um, but mate, chewing some chewing gum during the uh, the, the the warm up, fair income and, and the media are just blowing up about that. Are, are the media going out looking for something? It must have been a slow news week, honestly, because that was yeah. A beat up, I reckon. Hundred percent. He blew a bubble. He probably didn't even realise he was doing it. Um, I know myself, and I've got chewing gum. I'll make that clicking noise, and mm. people look at me. I don't even know I'm doing it. So I, I've, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, mate. I've got a few. Oh, here we go. Anyway, I got four minutes left in this segment. Uh, so all know. them horses that didn't win on Monday, <laughs> the whole rooster side. Fucking God. <laughs> <No. laughs> Uh, the blow up with Kalen Pong as manager sitting with him at the uh, at the conference. Who fucking cares? Mm. Really? Who cares? I reckon it's the first time it's been done. Never happened years ago. It was back then they never really had managers, and there was never like signings like this. And so yeah. Wayne Bennett was sitting with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his manager. I thought you said his dad. <laughs> I just think that was a bit out of proportion. Taking Pong too and not far. Darius Boyd. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was just taken a bit too far as well. I yep. think. And it's sort of yeah, reaching for, for angles on how to uh, have some bad press, I think. There you mm. go again. It's the, it seems to be the media. I can't, we can't say too much about the media because technically we are part of the media. Mm, sort uh. of. We're the, we're the good media. Yeah, good media. Yeah, yeah. People want to talk to us. A- anything else, mate? Keep going. What else you got? Oh, I could rave on for days, mate. Then <laughs> <laughs> damn horses on Monday. The other, the other one was the, uh, the Panthers-Viking clap. Yeah, I thought that was very mm. disrespectful. Yeah, I, I don't I mean, know. It's so much disrespectful. I'm all for taking the mickey and having a crack, but fuck. Yeah. I think that was, that was blown up as well. Too many blow-ups over the weekend. Yeah, let's get some positives happening. We'll have to look past the... Oh, did you get any bets up on the weekend? <laughs> Is that another one? No. So, I was uh, made a few good predictions last week. Remember I said Sharks win by about 10 points? Almost, almost picked that one. Fox had scored two. He did, but I backed the dogs and they let me down the sec- at the end of the second half there. Back races all day on Anzac Day. Not one red cent come back to my wallet. <laughs> Horrible day. Had about an uh, eight and a half, nine hour session down at the, down at the White Bull and they get $1 return. No wonder Tristan said he was up off, off air. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder <laughs> I... Uh, money. That, that's why I didn't see it too up because you'd already done your ass and had gone home. <laughs> I, I was in bed by about 7.30. Just <laughs> disgrace. Couple Panadol on an early night. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back straight after this uh, with J-Rod segment. Stick around. Having a bet on sport this week? Top this. Whether you're into cricket and curling or golf and greyhounds, Top Sport will let you on for plenty. And with literally hundreds of markets from your own backyard to the international stage, Top Sport has you well covered. So if you want to get the top odds every time, bet with Top Sport. Top that. Download the app today. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Don't let the game play you. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly. 
All right, we're back, rehydrated. Thank you very much to the White Bull Hotel. We'll get to that a bit later on. Uh, Birdo's going to kick us off with his uh, segment now, mate, the, the uh, ultimate player performance. Ultimate player performance, yeah. So the, the uh, ratings, are for those who are new to this segment, basically we'll rattle off half a dozen names or a couple of names. Um, basically, we'll give them a rating on what they were last year. Uh, this is our thoughts exactly. You don't like it, lump it. Uh, we'll give you basically our rating last, last year. And we'll give them uh, what their ratings are now. So I understand it's only early in the season, but, um, you know, we're not here to make friends. So but uh, so we'll kick it off. Yeah. Boys, last year, I'm going to give this bloke a nine. Reed Marnie. Uh, this year, I'm going to give him a nine. What, what are you going to give him next year when he's at the Bulldogs? Six? Zero. <laughs> no, you still cut about that? Uh, yes and no. It's a good thing because, so, A, we didn't pay massive overs for him to keep him, which for many years uh, Parramatta have. Uh, not not so much Parramatta. A lot of clubs have done that. They've paid overs to keep players. Uh, now, he is a player worth paying overs for, but at the same time, that's how clubs come into trouble. And, and yeah. I think Parramatta have done that numerous times in the last uh, couple of years, last decade, so to speak, sort of thing. Uh, and it also frees, um, frees up a bit of salary cap space for me to, to, to join them down there. So <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna be running water up and down the sideline. I'll only, only be good for 20 metres. <laughs> pretty much. six pack and four and 20 bars. That's it. So, no, nah, I'm going to give him a nine this year. Um very close to giving him a ten, but I, I can't I can't put him where Nico Hines is at the moment. So Nico Hines is my only ten. I'll give him a ten out, uh, a ten out of ten last week. So I'm going to give him a nine. I'll go eight and a half from last year, but nine this year. I think he's going to be one of them players that'll that'll fix the dogs next year. It'll get him out of that rut where they they're looking good, but they can't get out of the line, can't finish. I reckon he might be someone there. Bit more direction. Uh, with his game style as well, working working with Fitzy, they'll be able to work something out. Yeah, and it's gonna um, be it's gonna be if he's still there, should be he'll be there, he'll be there. Um, I like what you say there. Actually, now you say that because their uh, number nine attack, just general play. Now I'm not having a crack at anyone that's there now, but in that they lack that spark inside the inside that last twenty meter mark, which I think he is excellent for Parramatta in in, in around that twenty meter mark, arranging short balls. He, he knows exactly what's going on. Bang you. Drop one to Paulo, and as soon as Paulo catches it, he turns around and he's arguing with the troops and, and getting them in the line. So I think I fucked up there. I said Fitzy. I mean, I mean yeah. Gus Gould. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at the Sharks here. <laughs> Barrett. Um, he'll be lucky to have a Oh, I think Barrett will be there. Barrett I'm going to start doing some coach ratings. But yeah, so... Um, Good, yeah. yeah, I like what you say there, actually. Yeah. It'll improve. I'm going to give him an eight this year, and the reason being a couple of games I have watched of them, and they've been the close games, he's made that wrong decision from that, ha- uh, from that dummy half when they've been trying to set up for the field goal. He's gone left a couple of times when Mitch Moses was set up. I can't remember who they played. It was the second or third game. Tigers was one of them. Yeah, and he went left to Dill Brown and, and ended up going into touch or something like that, whereas Mitch Moses, you could see him blowing up a bit. Just yeah. a few of those little decisions, which he'll get right. Like, you know, it comes with experience. But Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to go on eight. And in, in, to be honest, I probably haven't watched a lot of Parramatta games closely this year to, to sort of take notice of what he does. But I agree with you. He's good in that in that twenty. Those short balls to Polo, uh, yeah. you know, Campbell Gillard. And when he does pass long, he, he, he hits the mark. He's very really accurate, well. yeah. Yeah, he can throw that long pass. And he usually throws it off the ground too, which is only fractions a second. 
But it's yeah, that's give, what, that's the old saying of give time to make time. If you can pass off the ground and hit someone on the chest, mate, yeah. that's that's yeah. And generally out in front too. So I'm going to go an eight. Yeah, definitely not up in the Nico Hines. I think I gave Nico a nine. So. Have to drop him down one for that, right? Uh, boys, the next one is James Fisher Harris. Um, now, last year he was he was super super damaging. Uh, I'm going to give him an eight from last year. Um, I'm probably going to give him an eight again. Super super consistent. Uh, gives his one hundred percent for Penrith. Um, he's constantly punching the ball up. His work rate for a big dude. He's like a like a junior Paulo, a Nelson, a Sofa Solomon, a big dude. So they don't have a lot in the tank. But I tell you what, what they don't have in the tank, they make up with uh, with a hundred percent effort. So I'm going to give him a I'm going to give him an eight. I'm going to go a bottle opener difference from you for both years. I'm going to go eight and a halves on both. One of them players, if he's not there, you can tell that he's he's not there. They miss him definitely. Definitely damaging with the ball. It's one of those guys with a presence as well, isn't he? Hundred percent. He's yeah. there. He just he's puts a, a bit a of that bit of that uh, fear factor into the smaller guys and stuff. They don't want to sort of get too close with, to him. Um, yeah, you pack a scrum um, and and you, you try you know rearrange it so you can get some big men on little men in the outsides. You imagine if you had uh, like a little second rower packing in in the front row and and you got to bind in with him. So he's a, he's a big dude. And as you said, he he brings a lot of presence. Not just at Christmas either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go at eight as well. I love Fish. One of my best, one of my favourite players. Very consistent. Uh, missed a few games at the start of this season. He was out injured, I believe. So he probably still building up, I believe. So he can probably even get better um, than what he was. But yeah, last year, I reckon he was one of the best props in the game. And I think he'll probably be there again this year as well. So I'm going to go on eight as well, boys. Um, I think you went eight and a half, Jez. So I'm with you. Very consistent. We're picking some goodies here. And massive arms. You got the oh, biggest yeah, arms. Mate, in the he's huge. Be up there with Hulk Hogan, I reckon. Yeah, yeah the whole old Hulk to eat your vitamins <laughs> and say your prayers, boys. Uh, lads, listeners, viewers, last one. And it's, I like the dude. Um, and I give him millions and millions of praise. Um, so he's recently offered to take a massive pay cut to, to attract better players. Chad Townsend. <laughs> no, definitely not. Boys, Joshy Jackson from the Doggies. Um, a couple of years ago, I'd say that he was the only dude in that in that entire squad that'd get a, a start at, at say you know a, a Roosters or a Souths or a you know or, or, a, or a Manly or a Melbourne or something like that. Boys, at the moment, I had him at a seven last year, super consistent. But the way he's been playing this year, you can tell. I'm not sure if it's a bit of age or whether he's just put it in the can't be fucked basket. Um, but I'm going to give him a five this year. Now that 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 sort of contributes to it's it, it doesn't help that the players around him aren't helping him, if that makes sense. So I'm going to I'm going to give him a seven from last year. I'm going to give him a five for this year for performance. But I'm going to give him a ten out of ten for his off field. Um, he, when he when he said he's going to take a, he's willing to take a massive pay cut so they can sign better players. I reckon for maybe a seven. I'm going to go too high. Probably a seven from last year. Just seemed to be one of the only guys on that side that was actually really trying every, every game there for, like, for the full 80 minutes. Uh, look, yeah, you know, one of the older players, obviously, uh, this year. Def, uh, he's, he's, he's still got some quality in him. Uh, I think it's just, just that age factor maybe letting him down a little bit. Uh, so this year I'll to let him drop slightly and take him down to a six. Um, I don't know if he's going to play next year or not. We'll see what happens, and he might uh, might get a bit more of a spur on when they get some uh, bit more leadership for, for that side. Yeah, I think it depends on how you score 
how you score as well. If you're scoring it out of just the Bulldogs players, he's a 10 because he's the best oh, player. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But if you're scoring across the board for that position and everything like that, um, then, then that obviously changes. I, I think he's getting old, tired and weary. There's only so much you can – only so long you can do what he's been doing. Uh, he's had a few bad head knocks too recently as well. So watch this space. If he gets one or two more bad ones this year, he might be doing a Boyd Cordner. Yeah, well, he got jammed on the weekend, came back on with headgear. Yeah, he got smashed. Was that last weekend, the week before? It might have been the week before, sorry, yeah. yeah. With head clash with his own player. And I I couldn't tell the difference. If it wasn't the camera was behind that you could see their number, I couldn't tell the difference between he and Burton because they both wore black headgear in the Bulldogs outfit and they're hard to tell apart. But yeah. Uh, I'll go I'll go with Chez. I'll go a sixth this year. Uh, I don't want to give him anything below uh, half average uh, because he's always above average for me. And, yeah, big shout to to often to take a pay cut. Pay <laughs> beg, beg your pardon? Pay cut. Cut. See you see. <laughs> Edit that one out. Whoopsie. Um, but he might only. I think he's only got one more year left in him. To be honest, uh, if he makes it, watch watch his space for the concussions. Yeah. So unfortunately, he's lost his origin or origin jersey because of that too. That little bit of a form slump, um, and and the fact that probably his age, and the fact that Laurie Daly just had a, that little group. He's like a teacher. You know, you get those kids that get chockies up the front of the class, and they all you know, you get over there. No one likes it. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, boys, that'll wrap that up. The uh, Peak Performance Raiders. Had a uh, pretty good feedback from a few listeners, mate, on that. I did. I, uh, two of them were, were, were tipped in by, by listeners, so they were. Um, there was uh, Jossie Jackson was one of them, uh, and, and Reed Marnie was the other. So Let us know uh, your thoughts on, on our player ratings. If you agree, disagree, let us know. And as Birdo said last week, if you've got a player that you want us to rate, let us know in the comments down below. Uh, hit us up on our social somewhere, and we'll, we'll include that in next week's as well. But, yeah, I, I like the coaches, mate. I might, I, I might, I might sneak one of them in next week. It's yeah. good. I might do a coaches one. Um, all right, boys, we've got a bit of time left in this segment. Do we want to hit beer of the week or do we want to... Let's go beer of the week, eh? Right. Let's do it. Let's Just do it. stay silent for a minute. All right, the intro's done. Uh, all right, what do we got, mate? Thanks to the White Bull Hotel, as always, great sponsors of the show. They stitched you up last week. Uh, it was the lowest beer rating I think we've ever done. But this wasn't, week might be a bit different. wasn't so much a stitch up. I actually handpicked that thing last week. Uh, Hawkeye so was you're busy. So I am mainly to blame. They actually put it on tap today uh, down at the White Bull, uh, and I seen one of the bosses uh, sample it once he put the line cleaner through and got some running through, and his face looked like one of those kids when they have a lemon for the first time. <laughs> um, so I don't know how popular it's going to be. But anyway, if you do like that beer, head on down to the White Bull, get yourself a skewer. Absolutely, there's, there's an audience. Otherwise, they wouldn't. That's wouldn't right. Make it. Wouldn't make That's it. right. Exactly. Now these things here, I seen them getting unloaded last week. We couldn't use them uh, on the show last week because they weren't put through the system. They're on the system. A Blue Moon Belgian White style wheat beer. Now they're brewed with Valencia orange peels. They're very, very smooth. They don't have too much of a fizz to them. 1.4 standards. I quite like them. They're, they're, they have a different texture to them. They're, they're not smooth as in like a northern or a dry. They're smooth as in like almost they have a slight creamy texture to them without being sickly. <laughs> Slides down the throat very easily, oh, but um, I didn't know we we're drinking Guinness. Does it hit the back of the throat and come back up? Uh, no, these are good. What do you reckon, Bert? I reckon these are yeah. These actually actually pretty pretty good. I'm going to give these a, a quality rating. And uh, like I, uh, the first couple of sips, I thought, oh, it's a little. It's like a little bit sweet. Can you like, taste? Is that the orange? Can you taste the orange? Oh, I can taste the Sli- slightly. You get the this hops. Get, there's a sweet bitterness to it, and, and that'll be from the, from that peel. A bit of pastrami yeah. in there or something. <laughs> 
Travis Pastrana. Travis Pastrana. <laughs> uh, the old Blue Moon by Elvis. I'm going to call this the Elvis beer. <laughs> Wasn't there a poker machine called the Blue Moon? There was. It had the dolphins on there. They oh. used to make the... When you got the... Oh, oh yes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I'm going to give this, uh, for a start, it's a twist top. And it is actually pretty damn good. I'm going to give this uh, four. And because it's a twist top, it's easily to access. It's going to get four and a half, boys. It's actually pretty good beer. Yeah, it is. Score. It's it's not a five, but it's definitely not under a four. Very surprisingly delicious. I'm going to go four and a half too. Four and a half. Nice, stubby little rain. Brand new it's to the White Bull Hotel. Head on down, get yourself a six-pack or a carton. Preferably a carton because they are good if yeah. you go off the boys' uh, rating. The more you buy, the more you save. Don't forget too, at the White Bull, it's drive-through as well. Yeah, you don't even have to leave the vehicle. And it's covered so you don't get wet when it's raining. Fact. Just like Maccas. Don't Fantastic. get the kids out of the car. Even <laughs> in the boot. See Lee. <laughs> Fill up the car seats with the cartons. Yeah. I don't get them out when I play the pokies either. So. <laughs> Crack the window. Uh, we've still got a bit of time, boys. This is great. Let's hit a couple of games, eh? Let's hit All it. Right. First game should be a cracker. Broncos up against the Sharks. This one's being played Thursday, 7.50pm at Suncorp Stadium. Looking at odds here, boys. Broncos outside is at $4. Sharkies heavy, heavy favourites at $1.26. The line set at 11 and a half. You get the Broncos at the plus for two dollars, or the Sharkies at the minus for a dollar eighty. I'm going to say two words, boys: Talakai Stags. Cannot wait. Yeah, I, just looking at the at the sides versus sides from jerseys number one through to five. It's going to be a good little matchup out there. I think yep. it's going to be very good. I don't think it's going to be uh, two. What's the word? No, there'll be any, anything vicious or malicious happening and stuff. It's just going to be some be good, good battle. some good hard footy, I reckon. Should be very good to watch. Who do you reckon is going to win that little battle, though? Oh, I don't know. Stags has been in great touch the last three weeks, uh, but so has Talakai. Last week, mate, that that performance in that first half uh, was one of the best performances. I, I I didn't actually see it. I, I was out, but I've seen the replay of it. But you, you look at Joey Johns and Freddie Fittler, they're saying it's the best performance from a centre they've ever seen. And, you know, they've been speaking to Tommy Turbo in Origin last year, like just better than that. So I don't know, it'd be a, be a crack. I just can't wait. I just hope it lives up to the hype of it. They will be opposing each other as well. When they yep. first said, I thought, oh, no, they're paying opposite side. Then I thought about it. And no, they will be opposing. So it should be good. I actually only got to see the first half of that, of that game. I missed the second. Um, and then I checked my phone later and it was that, 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 the comeback. And I was like, oh, shit, that was, you know. <laughs> you didn't hear Bertha newspaper reading it going, it was <laughs> excellent. You watching the second half of it, mean, it was fucking miserable. <laughs> and uh, I was having to be with uh, one of our listeners actually on Anzac Day, Matty Give Jackson. Jacko. Matty Jackson. Um, apart from fucking staging me all Roosters game, we had a we had a we had a really good yes. day. Uh, he's a big shark supporter. He said Talakai didn't didn't get to touch the ball much during that second half. Oh yeah, they were, they, 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 they were pushing out the right hand side where they did have the ball. So that might have been uh, part of the 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 comeback factor there. But uh, yeah, now it's going to be good. I, I'm looking forward to this. I tell you one thing about that game too. Uh, as much as you like playing in the wet and that sort of stuff, you know, it has that, yeah, fuck yeah, it's raining. But I tell you what, when it's, what, 50-something kilometre winds, mm. heading, either it's a, a headwind or a tailwind, and it pissed down absolutely torrential there for a while, yeah. like, mate, you can't get any worse conditions than no. that. And I tell you what, you know, when people go, oh, you get the you know, the winds behind you, the wind was behind you, I'm telling you, you your halfback's kicking from the 20 to 20. They're kicking massive metres. Yeah, well, um, all the points got scored with the wind except for the penalty goal. Now, I don't want to be uh, the negative Ned, 
But has Talakai come up against anyone good in the last three weeks, but? Uh, Dane Gagai. Gave it to Dane Gagai, who was the form centre. No, the no, I, I, I said good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at the numbers, mate. He was the form centre to start the start the year. Probably about four years ago. Uh, Morgan Harper, I, I don't know if he'll ever come up against him again because he might not get a start. <laughs> the bloke the probably hasn't he slept. He'll have nightmares, that fella, honestly. Um, yeah, fair call, but he did come up against with, Gagai. And, with and all respect, that is, too. But this will be a good test up against Stags, yeah. who's in good touch. He, he started the year very quiet until he obviously listened to the show and heard me giving it to him, decided to have a, have a crack. Um, he's been in, in good touch, but boys, just looking at the, Motivation. At the teams there, uh, Dale Finucane comes back in after missing uh, last week with, with the head knock. I think he might have had last week off to record that little guitar session that he'd done. Did you see that? No. no. Can't, eh? Loves it. Mm. Loves a little guitar. Oh, yes, he can play good, can't yeah. he? Yeah. And uh, McInnes moves back to the bench there, boys, as well. So uh, who's mouldy is this? Big, now, that's mine. Big, big Wade Graham what do you think? reserves. I was going to say Wade Graham. Might. He's a, he's a bit like Joshy Jackson. One yeah, more he head is. knock, he'll be gone, I yeah. think, unfortunately. Yeah, fact. Uh, kick us off with your mouldy, mate, then we'll take a quick little break. Very conservative this week after last week's uh, miserable performance of punting. I've gone Sharks giving 11.5 start to the Broncos, over 42.5 total points scored. Siona Katoa and Talakai, anytime try scorers, $5.92 through Top Sport. Yeah, not a bad price, little four legs. Couldn't find a try scorer for Broncos made, I, or I couldn't decide. I couldn't decide between Cobbo, Farnworth, and Stags. I was no. stuck. I, I didn't know what to do, so I thought just uh, put none of them. Throw all doubts out and just leave it as a four legger. Yeah, fair enough. Sounds fair. Um, all right, we better take a break, otherwise we'll, we will run out of record time. Uh, but we'll be straight back after this to jump into the other game. Stick around. Another half win. From punters jumping in early or waiting too late. You get a good price on one leg, but the others have shortened dramatically. You still win, but it feels like you half win. Introducing Top Sports Best of the Best Multi. Get top odds on every leg, every time. Don't be one of these. Just bet and forget Bob Multi. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Don't let the game play. You stay in control. Gamble responsibly. Right, let's jump into the other seven games. Uh, next up, we've got the Titans up against the Panthers Friday, 6pm at Seabus Super Stadium. Uh, we did plan to go this game, but it didn't pan out, unfortunately. Uh, we'll get up there to another one a bit later on. But looking at the odds, boys, Titans, heavy outsiders, $8.25. And the Panthers are the favourites there at $1.08. The line is set at 20 uh, with the Panthers at the plus for $1.90 or the Sorry, there's the Titans at the plus for $1.90 or the Panthers at the minus for $1.90 as well. Panthers have been good, mate. Um, what is it, seven from seven now? I can't see them I was going to say, could, losing, can at you? this point it could be 27 from 27. But uh, I tell you what, a big listener of the show, I know that for a fact. Um, is it Holbrook up there in at the, at the Titans? Justin, He's yeah. Justin. Finally listened to me and put AJ Brimston at fullback. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, um, yeah. I just think he's he's experienced there. Not not you know I don't want to take too much away from Campbell, but I, you know if it's like having a Billy Slater and uh, a Pappenhausen comes in as good as Pappenhausen is, Billy Slater was never going to get taken out of that one position. But at the same time, they are very very talented in their spots. Um, yeah, it could Christ, be. There's some changes. I was, I was just, just, I was just about <laughs> to say, we've got some. Like an essay. Oh, I was going to say. You, you could, could say it's a Herman essay, essay. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. Did Fact. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's enough of you. Uh, yeah, this will be interesting. And you know what could be more interesting about this is the fact that it's going to be on a flat, dry, fast track. And this is going to suit Penrith even more. Mm. Their line speed, their play, the balls. 
Mate, this is going to be a good, real good game of football if you're a Penrith supporter. Just touching on those changes there. So Brimson's obviously at fullback, like you just mentioned. Phil Sami, uh, he's back on the wing. Paddy Herbert's back to the centre so he can hold on to those balls and not pass them again. <laughs> uh, Will Smith, 5'8", uh, with Sarko being out of the starting side. Don't mind Sarko, he cops too much flack in my eyes. Uh, Panth- Penrith Panthers, uh, they stay the same. I don't know if you change anything there anyway, unless there was an injury or someone was sick. It's going to be interesting like to see what they do when Toto comes back. I think he's due back maybe next week or the week after. It's got to be Charlie Stane. I was going to say. They, they can't get rid of Taylor May. No. No, he's play, He's actually playing super good football. The um, thing is, May plays on the left, so does Toto. So they're either going to have to put get rid of May and put Toto in his place, or they're going to have to swap one of them and yeah, just put take May out Charlie. Yeah, someone realistically, someone's got to be uh, the sacrificial lamb, um, unfortunately, but... Well, if it's going on last week's form, I'm going to get rid of Charlie Staines because he let me mouldy down. So I'll be putting Tyler where he likes to play and just moving, just moving May across that. Yeah, uh, just, yeah, just, just makes sense. Just ask Toto where he wants to play. Yeah, can you imagine <laughs> Toto outside Stephen Crichton on that right edge? That'd be pretty good too. Uh, good headache to have, I suppose, if you're the coach, isn't it? Yeah, it's not, not a bad problem to have, yeah. And if we say this now, there could be bloody injuries all, all weekend and... Put the mocker on. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> kiss of death over here. Um, boys, I was just going to talk about Nathan Cleary. What do you think his form's like? Is he, he obviously started the, missed a few games at the start of the season with that shoulder injury? Do you think he's peaking yet, or is he still is he still on the rise? Mate, he's in cruise control. That bloke, he is a damn good footballer. Damn well, was, good footballer. I was going to say he's not doing much. But that's just his normal game. Yeah, he's not coming out having a big superstar. Is it because he stuff. does so much every week I'm, that it doesn't look so. like he does much? I think so. But that's he's what damn I'm, good. That's what I'm sort of trying to explain, in like out of my mind. Yeah, he he does that much. He does it all the time. It doesn't help himself. He doesn't have superstar rounds because he just plays like it all the time. He's he doesn't a, have to excel and, and do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to yeah. peaking and, uh, and doing this, so um, Mate, he's, he's, he's our kicking game has been 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 solid all, all, all year. Yeah. Um, there, Boys, there's there's no faults with him. Absolutely, no. yeah. So uh, Appy Coruscant's gone next year from Penrith. Mm. Boys, did you catch a glimpse of Sony Luke come off the bench last week? Only when he was huffing and puffing after about twenty minutes. <laughs> Mate, he was, he was struggling. Was he? He was, I didn't see much. He was really good, but uh, super super under conditions. So yeah. I'd say he'll have that fourteenth. Jersey for a long time now. I, I think he'd be because they, they've got to bleed him. Yeah. Um. And unfortunately for Coruscant, I tell you what, the way he's playing, Coruscant might uh, might find himself at fourteen. Yeah. Right. But he's playing a damn good start. But I haven't said that was uh, one game he might have had to win behind him too. So there's uh, Coruscant going to the Tigers or something, is he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'll help them next year. He's a good player. I like him. Uh, who's Mouldy? Yours again. Mine, boys. Yeah, mine again. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, I said last week, I've been back with the Titans for a few weeks, and I said last week after they lost that, I'm going to jump off them. Little did I know this week they were playing the Panthers. Uh, so I would have backed the Panthers anyway. Uh, nice and conservative again. Targo, Liam Martin, anytime try scorers, over 43.5 points for the total score, $8.33. That's good. Good price. I reckon it's there will be numerous tries. I just wanted to keep it nice and simple. Yeah, and a very good price for those, those three legs. Liam Martin gets across the line 
a lot late in the game too when there's tight forwards in the middle after they just get worked over by the, by the big forward pack. They might not score any points for the first 30 minutes, but I tell you what. Wear them down. Just grind them. Just yep. grind them. Um, and that's I think that's how they eventually came over the, the, Raiders. the, the Raiders, beat them mm. through the middle. It's actually just looking at the Titans pack there. Uh, Brian Kelly's playing number three. I thought it would have been for feeder, but uh, they might change that next week. He'll, he'll, hey, he'll still be out in the centres. <laughs> <laughs> just wait out the number he's back. Uh, move along, boys. South V Manly. This is the second game on Friday, 7.55pm. Uh, this is, at, as uh, Tristan said, Central Coast Stadium. Uh, as we touched on before, boys, South's $1.60 favourite. Manly, $2.40 outsiders. The line is set at four straight. South at the minus for $1.90 and Manly at the plus also for $1.90. Both teams coming off a loss last week. Uh, South at one point loss to the Tigers and, and Manly that devastating first half against the Sharkies but then came back and scored 22 unanswered points. Again, as we spoke about, with the wind behind them. They were off last week. I liked Manly last week at the $2.80. <laughs> Didn't like them after the first half. I tell you what, come close 60th minute, I was liking them again when they were working way back in the game. But they lost some big men last week as well. Um, I think LOA still is out, I believe. Um, and also Paseca, he's out with a knee injury for, for a few weeks as well. So not looking good for them up front. Um, not a very strong forward pack there, boys. No, no uh, and and one thing about Brisbane, they do have some uh, handy forwards, uh, particularly uh, um, Manly Marty Tapao, uh, who's actually playing some good football because he he's actually on the move too, uh, and he's starting to rev up a little bit. So it it could be fairly hard to to match he and, and Sean Kepi to to start it. Ethan Bullymore's playing good, but I tell you what, boys, there were people going down like flies mm. last week. Um, Andrew Davy, unfortunately, he's a late bloomer. He's just come back from an ACL three games, four games in. He's, he's ruptured the AC in his shoulder. So. Yeah. Um, Just looking there too, Ola Kawatu. Ola Kawatu, yeah, yeah. Say that. so he's gone. So yeah, they're, they're depleted. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I think after the result from the South game last week too, they're out for blood. They'd, they've got to do something this week to put himself back up in that uh, like a predominant top six finishing side for this year. If they can't do some damage this week, I think they're in big trouble for the rest of the season. Um, was got anything else wrong? Tane Milne. As the as basically, so uh, listening to the big sports breakfast this morning, they interviewed Damien Cook, and he said the way Latrell is, Latrell has not missed since he's been injured. He has not missed a training session. Apparently, he's the Jedi Master just floating around the apprentice at the backside of the field, and has one hundred percent taken uh, Blake Tuff under the wing and just. Just he's made he's teaching him the ropes. So I tell you what, when he comes back, when he's back, I think uh, jo- uh, Joshy Mansell might get a tap on the shoulder and told to go elsewhere. I'd so you, you can't not have him in in the side, you know. And, and he's only just going to absorb that 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 wisdom. And and I think he'll be he'll be a really good player. I was reading the day that uh, the hamstring problem that he had uh, was from his right knee. So he had a left hamstring problem for compensating for, for his knee. Is that right? So it, I don't think it was as, as bad as what it is. I prefer for the hamstring issue. It's more that it's more that uh, right knee that has to get looked at and get fixed up so he's fit. Oh, Dr. Physio oh, over here. I get, I get all the news. Um, <laughs> Hit us with your malt. Mate, this one, very, very favouring South for this game. So I've only done three legs. Three legs, sorry. Anytime try scorers. Conservative, but the price. <laughs> the price through top sport. So big Kalama Tungy. Now, he scores nearly every week. Nearly every week. There's been a couple of the last few weeks I haven't put him in, and he's scored. So I've got him in this week, so you better get across, brother. 
Damien Cook and Campbell Graham. So all those three anytime try scorers. Stretch. $60.68. Daddy. Nice. That's going to be a, a very nice return. Big Boys, stretch. I just put those three anytime try scorers into another betting app. $45. There you go. I'm not going to say who it is. You can work that out for yourself, but there's a big difference there when it comes to top sports. So head on over and check out their odds because they are amazing, I, I guarantee you. That's $20 in every $1. Yeah. Crazy. Basically. It reminds me when I went to Thailand, 21 to 1. <laughs> How much it cost oh, you for a good, R&T? Or? Good memories. Mate, how dare you? <laughs> it was 15. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just uh, with... with uh, I put a few bets on with Top Sport over the weekend uh, for the footy and big Solomona um, for Melbourne there. Anytime try score a price, so I won't say the other agency, but Top Sport were, I think it was a dollar forty, a dollar fifty more for anytime try score right? price. So it went from it went from low fours up to up to mid fives through like betting through Top Sport. Check so them I, out, yeah, fantastic, awesome, 100%. awesome odds. All right, let's crack on, boys. Uh, Saturday, three p.m. Warriors up against the Raiders. This one could be an awful game. Uh, 3 p.m. at Morton Daly Stadium. Both teams coming off horrible losses last week. Uh, Warriors outsiders two dollars and five cents. Raiders are the favourites at a dollar seventy-seven. The line is set at one and a half, so I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, Warriors at the plus for a dollar ninety-five, and the Raiders at the minus for a dollar eighty-five. DWZ's out. Yeah, oh, did you see that concussion? Oh. oh my goodness! He was the lights are out before he even hit the ground. Oh, and then he got he would have got knocked out again when he hit the ground. Mm. Big Nelson's knee hitting you. That is scary. Uh, I Josh, think sorry, Josh Curran as well. Yeah, yeah big a, loss for them. Yeah, big Josh, loss. He's, he's been he'll be out for a few weeks too. MCL, I think. Some terrific football. MCL, yeah, be be minimum what, four five, six, probably, yeah, five yeah. or thereabouts. So, yeah. uh, boys, uh, if if the Raiders can match their uh, intensity and their performance that they put up in the first half. Uh, last week against Penrith, I think they, they they should go very close to winning this. The only problem is, boys, it's it's more than a 40-minute 40, 40 game. Yeah, that 40 minutes up against Penrith was good, but they might be able to do that up a, up against a side that isn't Penrith. You know what I mean? Might they don't grind them and, exactly and, and burn right. them. Like, so, yeah. um, and, and the Warriors aren't playing very good football at all. I think they'll play better than what they did against Melbourne. I think they put the cue on the rack there in the, about the 40th, uh, 55th minute, <laughs> probably 40th minute by the sounds of it. But it, the game got away. But there's some, been some good players for the Warriors. Jesse Arthurs is one for me on loan, for, I think, from the Broncos. He's been playing really good. Um, and also for Noah Blake, he, he's just solid up front. Well, he was terrific for Manly last year. Um, and, and unfortunately, they let him go. Mm. But halfway through, yeah. but by all means, it's a it's a good gain for the Warriors if you're a Warriors supporter or, or in, if you just like the Warriors at all. Which at the moment, I'd say there'd be plenty of people out there that would uh, with their sacrifice that they've done for us. So, now, I could be wrong. I'm going off my memory, which is like a sieve. But I'm pretty sure Jesse Arthur is probably the top try scorer for the Warriors too. He's been getting across yeah. quite a bit. Probably would be. Reese Walsh hasn't got across as much as he did no. last year. But just looking at the Raiders there, boys, they're stuck with Rapana at yep. one and Xavier Savage at five with uh, Charles Nickel Clockstad coming in on the 14. Didn't get much da- game time last week, I don't think. So hard to see how that were, um, you know, hard to tell if that actually worked or not. But they're stuck with it. So uh, this is your multi, I think. Berto? Oh, is, it, is it me? Yeah, right. Correct, I was uh, yes. too busy looking at it. It is too. I was sorry. Sorry. Uh, Boys, I was listening. I was looking at the team list. Uh, boys, I'm going for the Raiders to win head to head. Nick Kotrick, anytime try scorer, and I'm going to have the Canberra Raiders to score the first try of the game. Boys, that's going to be five dollars and six cents. Easy three, mm-hmm. five those, bucks. Those um, 
teams to score first always a double edged sword because you know well, that's the you old either bets over real yeah. quick or, yeah. or that, uh, that first ten minutes you're on edge. It's great. great uh, that, that that first eight minutes where you've got the first try to be scored in seven minutes and fifty nine seconds or less. Yeah. And hey, hey, someone makes a break down the line about four <laughs> minutes in, and the, and the sweat starts running. But but uh, first team to score, I think it's going to be Canberra. As I said, if if they start like they started against uh, Penrith last week, I think they should go close. Moving along to the next game, boys. Dogs versus the Roosters, Saturday, 5.30 at Accor Stadium there in Sydney. Dogs, outsiders, $4.40. Head-to-head up against the Roosters, $1.22. The line is set at 12 and a half. Get the Doggies at the plus for $1.85 or the Roosters at the minus for $1.95. Uh, both these teams coming off losses as well, correct me if I'm wrong. After last week's performance, uh, the Dogs will get a win here. Um, I th- Reverse like they, the they got no, they got <laughs> well. The one week I don't, they'll probably fucking win. Could be um, an upset. Now with now with Tupo gone, they put Kevin Naguama uh, back out there on the wing. Obviously, I'm not a coach. That was me. I've been moving Momorowski into the number two and putting Adam Kieran there in the, in the number three. Boost up the kicking, boost up the tackling, boost up the size of those centers as well. I just, I just don't have much faith in that Naguama. Uh, I just think Tedesco's not, not not playing his best. The only one that's really having a good red hot crack is probably Joey Manu. Agreed. Uh, Suwali, uh, he hasn't been playing too bad. Semi Walker and Kiri have been doing bits, uh, but um, that means bits. So they're not 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 putting in for the whole the whole eighty. Uh, Verrills, he's, he's been. Anyway, another story. I don't think he's match fit. He hasn't played. I heard a stat today. He's only played 21 games in the last three years. Yeah. All the injuries had detached retina, ACL, something else, shoulder. I'd be running. I'd be running Drew Hutchison in at nine, um, and they've got uh, Ben Marsky on the on the uh, on the reserves there at 20. They should drop him just back to reserve grade full time. Fucking useless. <laughs> it, it might be because of his, the honest truth. Well, it might be because of his defence, but and that's maybe why they have done it. But Lockie Lamb in there at number nine. Maybe as a number 14 coming on in around the tied forwards. I could see him causing some havoc. I was just about to say, I've been moving Lockie Liam into that 14 spot and moving Hutchinson into the nine. Verrills, have a rest, brother. Um, yeah, Joey Manu's been great. I like how he's been roving in into the middle two, looking for the ball. Chasing the ball. Gets him out of that centre position. Uh, he, he's dangerous, ball in hand, just needs it as much as he, he can get, I reckon. Now, did you see him, um, even though they lost though, he marked that Moses sorely all game. Every time he touched the ball, Manu was up in his face, yeah. putting pressure on him. It was really he, good to watch that part of the too. game. He's yeah, buddy oath. Uh, Multi-wise, yours again. Yeah, Birdo. this is me, boys. Roosters head-to-head. The points will be over 39.5. Tedesco to score at any time. And I'm going to go to the Roosters to, to, to be the first team to score again in that one. Uh, $5.12. No love for the Dogs? No Josh Adokar No, across? He got across last no. week. Yeah, that was against the Broncos. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I think that the um, regardless of what you say, Ches, um, I, I still think that the uh, the Roosters are class. I, I think they're just oh, they are. They're, they're just just waiting to erupt. Oh, yeah, last week was just absolutely fucking yeah. disgraceful. Uh, but I, I said it. I, I called it last week. I said it's it's amazing what the emotions can do to a side. For example, Parramatta getting rolled on the Easter Monday, the massive build up of the Battle of the West, the emotion, and, and they rolled us. And Anzac Day is huge. Absolutely huge for uh, emotions. So, a bit like you, mate. Yeah, me in general, not <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, next game, boys. Saturday, seven oh five pm, up in Darwin. Eels versus the Cowboys. 
I think this could nearly be the game of the round. Could be proven very wrong by the end of it, though. <laughs> uh, Eels a dollar twenty nine favourite, as Tristan said. The uh, Cowboys are three dollars eighty outsiders. Lions set at ten and a half. As we record, Eels at the minus for a dollar ninety, and Cowboys at the plus also for a dollar ninety. Should be hot up there, boys in Darwin. I uh, wonder if they get a drinks break at the twenty minute mark. What do you reckon? They probably should. Oh, H and S, mate. If I was up there, they'd be on the twenty minute having a bit of a sip. Maybe even bring out the old box of oranges like they used to oh, back in the day. In soccer, how good is under 10s? They still do that in the round ball? Uh, not, in first my, <laughs> not in they my grade. Hey, if they bring it back, I'll come play for you. Right, mate, I'll, I'll, I'll try and make sure of it. Have um, a talk to the management for me. I will. Oh, actually, I'll talk to myself. I am management. <laughs> uh, just bringing up the forecast here, gentlemen. On Saturday, it's going to be 33 large. Ooh, Saturday night, it'll be about Saturday night, so 27 110 percent. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent. Um, and and the and a lot of juice running off the boys. Uh, but it's it's good to see they go up there. Uh, Parramatta bouncing off a, off a really good win. Um, uh, more so a, a really good defensive effort uh, to only concede two points. And I tell you what, if it wasn't for that, they would have been held uh, scoreless. The 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 night. Who are, who are struggling at the moment Having said that too We spoke about it with Tristo We spoke about it ourselves These conditions And this sort of track Probably probably suits the Cowboys more um, The only thing are the, I, I, I don't know That they can match Parramatta forwards um, But having said that As much as it hurts to say Because the cake's on my face But young Chatty Townsend He played some damn good football Up there to Cowboys uh, Scotty Drinkwater Freak And I tell you what When the hammer comes back mm. There's, there's, a, there's another selection debacle. I was looking for the hammer this round. I thought he might have been back, but he's still a few weeks off, I believe. No changes to either side. Arthur retains the six and Dill Brown out at centre. How'd that go? I didn't see the game last week. How'd it go? It, it, wasn't, it wasn't exactly the, the most um, fluent, you'd say, but they did interview Dylan Brown afterwards and Dylan Brown just laughed. He said, mate, I'll do anything to you know anything for the side. If they, I'll, do, I'll just do as I'm told. Yeah, if right. they want me to play six, if they want me to play four... Mate, he said, "I'll do anything for the for the side sort of thing," which was a, you know, which was a, a good attitude to, to have. And just real quickly, what's going to happen to Scott Drinkwater when Hammer comes back? Yeah, I don't know. Jeez, I tell you, what he'd be hard to lose. He's one. Who play, who's playing fourteen? The Cowboys. Jake Granville. Right? You nearly have to. Oh, I like Jakey Granville too. So I don't know. Don't who, know who are their wingers. Oh, Cole Felt. You can't catch off your gay brother. Cole Felt and Tyler Guy, but very tall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, so Felt has been playing. He's been playing pretty good. It's, it's one of those things. Don't change something that, that's not broken. You, know, you need the hammer fix. in there, though. Yeah. You've you got to have him in there. He's damn good. He's powerful. Mm. Yeah. So um, good you headache. never know. Good it, headache to have. It could, be, decision. it could be one of those things where they... Maybe uh, we might get our listeners and viewers, anyone's got an answer for that. Yeah, Send they, it to the socials. Absolutely. Malt. First half, over 19.5 points. Hayes Perham to score the first try of the game. Parramatta to win 13+. plus. That's $18.71. So Hayes for the first try score. First try score yeah, of the game, right, yeah. Nice. I'm going to stick with one. I had, I had Corey Oates last yeah, week. He just missed it too. Yeah. He's the third try score. By a bee's whisker, but uh, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going I'm to have another one of them. So Hayes Perham any time. Ah, first time. First time. You know, I like my uh, Sean Lane. Actually, he got the oh, first try last week. I, I had him on for an any timer. I was having I a sip with you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you, you were there having, then, weren't you? I was having a sip, yeah. Yes. All right, crack through these last two Let's games, go. boys. We're running out of time. Uh, we got the Knights up against the Storm. Knights were hopeless last week, and Storm were amazing. This should be a walk in the park for the Storm. Uh, this one's Sunday, 2 p.m. at McDonald Jones Stadium. So up there in Newcastle again. Um, Eight dollars fifty if you do like the Knights for the, for the bounce back. A dollar seven for the Storm. The line is set at twenty and a half. A big line there. Plus uh, for the Knights at a dollar ninety, and the minus for the Storm also a dollar ninety. 
Gag, gag eyes, gag eyes out. Uh, Cheekbone will be out for a few weeks. And just looking at the storm there, boys, uh, Wishart returns on the bench as well. Rod? <laughs> His son, actually. <laughs> so. um, should be another shellacking, boys, you think? I, I can't see him putting 70 on, but I, 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 I can see like a 44 to 10. I was just going to say, will it be a point a minute again? Um, probably not, because I don't think Newcastle's going to get many points. Mm. I won't get as many as uh, the Warriors done. Mate, this is going to be like 50 or 60 to... To six or something. I think this is going to be another massive game for Melbourne. Their Not, four and against is going to go through the roof after this. Knights have lost five in a row, haven't they? Yeah. They're uh, the, the pressure's on there. Boys. They, beat, they beat Roosters round two. Round one, wasn't it? Or round, round one, one, was one it? Round one, and then they've won one of the game. Round, yeah, one. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, boys, I've got one, one query about this. Uh, how in God's name has Bradman Best been brought up with origin talks? Mm. Yeah, not no. So they've lost. So put it this way: this is the way I see it. They've lost five games on the trot, and yeah. he ain't been close to has being he, their has best he been player in the talk since that. Oh, 100%. I know he was last like Absol- last yeah, year, and sort of the start of this year. Reading articles in the Telegraph and stuff today. That's why you don't read Telegraph. And they and they're pushing was for it. Buzz. Uh, it was actually <laughs> Oh Buzzy boy uh, Boys, I tell you what: how does his name even get mentioned in yeah, there? Not this year, anyway. No, not this year. Three names will do him there. Turbo Talakai, Stags. He's, he's not going to fucking get over there. No, yeah, exactly. No way. Right. No. Uh, and Stephen Crichton come over him as well before that. Uh, what, what happened? Are you going to have a run? <laughs> All over oh. his face. <laughs> um, oh, my Mouldy, Storm, heavy. Storm head to head. Xavier Coates, Pap Smear, and Brendan Smith to get across. Jeez. Uh, anytime try scores, all of those seven dollars sixty nine. I like that price for that bet, boys. The price or the, just the sixty nine part at the back of it? Oh, at the back, like that as well. <laughs> That's uh, enough. Shout that. out to our mums that are watching. Uh, next game, last game of the round: Dragons versus the Tigers. Sunday, four oh five pm at Wynn Stadium. One of the best stadiums. Um, in the competition, I, I feel boys, the dragons are the favourites. A dollar fifty-eight. Tigers outsiders, two dollars forty. The line is set at four. Neat as Tristo touched on. Uh, get the dragons at the minus for a dollar ninety, or the tigers at the plus for also a dollar ninety. Both teams coming off victories last week. Yeah. Um, I would not have watched this game two weeks ago, maybe even one week ago. Damn, will be possibly this. won't watch it this week. <laughs> it just depends. Uh, no, so, should be watching. Should be a good game. So, tigers beat. The Rabbitohs last week in a field goal thriller. Who'd St George beat? We all know that answer, mate. <laughs> don't, don't have to be a fucking clown on the show. It'll actually be a damn good game. I, well, this, this, I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be good like quality was, but I think it'll be fairly exciting. This is what yeah. I said to Clint earlier, just before you rocked up. I said this will be the, one of those games. It'll be good because of the hype of it all. Yeah, yeah. Or is it going to be one of those shit games? It'll be like ten six with about twenty five handling errors for, for, oh, for both yeah. sides. Could go either way, and that's, yeah, that's why kicked out. On that's the why floor. you'll tune in to watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a few changes there, boys. Jack Bird is named as Tristan said, but might not play. Jaden Suey's out for a couple of weeks with the with that ankle injury. Um, and Dane Laurie also out for the for the Tigers. He'll be out for a few weeks as well with that knee injury. So. A uh, bit of shifting around. I won't go through them all. We're, Tarek Sims we're running back out of time. So, yeah, big Sims. He played all right last week too. Uh, boys, I'll hit you with my multi to round this game out. Uh, I've got total points over 38.5. I think there'll be plenty scored. Nofaluma 
and Rava Lawa both to get across as well. Anytime try scorers, uh, six bucks, six bucks on the dot. So if you do like that, that's not bad in a game that realistically, because I tell you what, their attack's not too bad, but their defense is atrocious. This yeah. could be that's good yeah. odds considering they could be try scorers galore. I think so. Uh, also, boys, we've got the leftover money for our charity bet, thirty bucks. A couple of weeks ago, you had the Queen Elizabeth. Last week, uh, Chess tried to pick the round unsuccessfully. Uh, so it's over to me to, to spend this 30 bucks. And what I'm going to do, boys, I'm going to um, pick a try score in each of the games, but I'm going to break it down the middle. So I'm just going to pick the first four games, going to pick a try score, and then the last four games going to have $15 on each. Hope you stay with me. First up, Talakai, Taylor May, Alex Johnson, and Jesse Arthurs all to get across any time try scorer, $17.39. Jeez, I tell you what, I might be having a dab of that myself. At that or at me? At uh, both. Uh, and in the second half of that leg, so separate bet, I'm going to have Joey Manu, Sean Lane, Xavier Coates, and Ken Mamalo all to get across as well. Anytime try scorers, twenty six eighty nine. So $15 on each of those bets. So hopefully we can get one of those up. We had a pretty good... Good punt last week you between you and me, didn't we? Yeah, hey, it's a three-man show, but I tell you what, it's a two-man army. <laughs> Always something good towards the end. Um, I'm going to actually combine all them and have a big eight-leg multi. Oh, that'd be about oh, yeah. 65 bucks, I reckon, at least. It'll be juicy. Um, that's about all we've got time for this week, boys. Anything else before we do wrap it up? No, I'm pumped. I'm loving football at the moment. Can't get loving enough. It. Like, I'm serious. I, I generally don't really tune into those, the littler sort of games, you know, i Back and forth sort of thing But I uh, certainly made a point Of watching the Raiders game for, On the weekend I, mean, I just love the football Can't get enough of it Good. Thanks to White Ball again For the sponsorship And Top Sport They've been absolutely fantastic Don't forget If you're having a punt On the weekend Jump onto their app Or onto the, uh, the, their website Use the SGM code Sign up there Get your deposits in and look at those odds because they are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You like you said, make sure you use that SGM too. Yeah, SGM podcast is the code. Uh, you, when you sign up, there's a little scroll thing. You can select us. You can type it in. Just let them know that you found found them through us, and uh, we really appreciate that. Until next week, uh, gamble responsibly, enjoy the football, and don't eat your soup with a fork. <laughs>